This is episode 492 for February 2018, and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. And that opening song is, of course, the 1960s theme from the Spider-Man cartoon show, and it was performed by the Jericho Big Band. I really dig their rendition of that, and they were performing that in New Philadelphia, Ohio, and if you'd like to follow them, they're at jerichobigband.org. So thanks for our opening music, gang. Before we get on to our message board Q&A, uh, I want to give some shout-outs to people that help support this podcast and make sure more episodes come out each and every month. And the way you can do that is through Patreon. So let me read the supporters of our show on Patreon. There's Brian, Craig, Christopher, Andrew, John, Stephen, Michael, Federico, Stuart, Ricky, Thomas, Nick, Laura... Michael, Daryl, and Spider-Gwen. If you'd like to support us through Patreon, it's on the right-hand side of our website, spidermancrawlspace.com. It's also at the bottom of every post. There's also an alternative way if you would like to support us. You can do that through Patreon, and uh, it's on the right-hand side also of our website. And since our last episode, Nicholas uh, dropped a few dollars into our PayPal pot. So, Nicholas, thank you very much for doing just that. All right, gang. Message board Q&A. We haven't done this in a while, so here is. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to our message board Q&A. Let's introduce the panel. It's the same as we've had for the last two episodes. We've got Zach. What's going on, Zach? Woohoo! message board. We haven't done message board in a long time. Questions and answers. I think it was October last time we did it. Oof, long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we've got Mike. What's going on, Mike? Well, ready to answer some questions as best as I can if they're actually addressed to me. The fans <laughs> our answers. Here we go. JR, you ready for QA? I'm ready for George to slam Zach again. I mean, these last two shows have been <laughs> George has been brutal to Zach this time. Stick, stick around. Resolution kid. has been broken, folks. Man. Yeah. And yeah. George, what's going on, George? I'm changing my name to Giggles McSunshine. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, what's going on, Ashley? I'm actually awake enough to stick around this time. There you are. All right. Only 6.30. So we we are streaming this live on YouTube. Currently, we have 11 people watching. And we'll take questions also in the chat on YouTube. But the origin of these questions come from our message board, our newly redesigned message board, which looks really slick. Yes, Our first one is from Shy Town Spidey, and you guessed it, he's from Chicago, Illinois. Question to the entire panel with the rising success of Action Comics and Superman being married with a kid and Batman now recently engaged. Do you think Amazing Spider Man 800 will reverse one more day and get Peter and Mary Jean back together as a married couple, or at least back together despite Slot's rant saying that, quote, it will never, ever happen? No, and you shouldn't get your hopes. No, no. Um, it should happen, but it won't. Yeah, Slot. <laughs> To understand his reference, those that aren't on the message board, uh, Slot got on CBR and went on a multi-day rant, as he often does on CBR's boards, uh, where he's like, it's never going to happen. Never, ever, ever. 
Yeah, it's true. So, mm-hmm. Voice is legit. <laughs> yeah. Well, in a way, okay, so- in a way, you renew your vows. I think in some ways, it's a potential test case scenario that they maybe they floated out. Like, here's a way. Here's okay, fine. You've been complaining about one more day. Here's a bone to the fans here. But so here, by the way, here. renew your vows. Yeah. Which since uh, Conway left has just not been good. I, I, I haven't liked it. I haven't I think, liked it at all. I, I think Marvel wants. I, yeah, as soon as they, as soon as Conway left and 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 yeah. Stegman left, I was like, it's like they're it's like they're getting ready to shuffle this book off and then say, well, we tried another Marriage Spider Man and you guys didn't work. You guys didn't buy. Mm-hmm. And it's but the thing is though, that's not what people have been asking for. Mm-hmm. People have not been asking for Mary Jane with superpowers. People have been asking. Mm-hmm. Right for for, Sp- for for Peter and Mary Jane to be married in the regular book the way that they, they should. Didn't even, we haven't even asked for a kid. Well, no, here's we the thing: yeah, we weren't asking for a new kid. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: the oh, book is kind of the, the the yeah. Well, speaking of which, the book is essentially turned into Spider Girl 2.0 now because yes. they've grew they, which, they've grown um which uh, they've grown her up into a teenager. So garbage, um, you know, it's weird. Gobble. I'm skip. I even re- was stopped reviewing it on the main review show yeah. and, and stuck spec in there since that's the main spider book. But man, mm-hmm. uh, let's see. The next one is from, yeah. let's see, T- Captain, uh, Thwip, Captain Thwip Thwip, a new poster. Hey, Crawl Spacers with the current oh, amazing spider team thwipping its way into the new year, hopefully with some new books and thwips that we can enjoy. What is the panel's hopes? For Spider-Man this year. <laughs> I, for one, would love to see Conway and Bagley take over for some old-fashioned solo beatdowns against the Rhino and Stegron. Thanks for all the laughs and the twip knowledge. Thank you. Our sincerely, Captain Twip Twip. You know, one thing that I actually think is possible this year is to have a redemptive arc for Black Cat. And that they had her throw her little hissy fit. And no, not with this writer. No, but we're getting closer. Um, I think the seeds are being planted for it, yes. <clears throat> I think she's going to be Kills A. McMurder for quite a while. I'm sorry. Hmm. Cheers. Ashley no, wants yep. to punch me in the face right now. <laughs> Everybody gets a turn. <laughs> I, I certainly wanted to punch you in the face earlier. So, uh, Come on, brothers. All right. Uh, JR, you have any hopes for 2018 with Spider-Man? New writer? more entertaining stories norman knows not really not really i've just been uh, i i have no no faith that anything will will change a question on the youtube uh sita s-i-t-h-a-r-o-s jr will spencer be on the show again this year as a panelist <laughs> you know what we should bring him on to review uh, this ps4 game and the the spider-verse have, movie he doesn't have a ps4 dude not yet, Dad, but Dad, Daddy's going to get him one. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Come no. on, Daddy. <laughs> now, spin, spin, I, uh, did he have fun? Did he enjoy being on the show? Maybe. Uh, yeah, he did, oh, actually. Um, but uh, maybe, I mean, but, you know, we've got a large show anyway, but maybe, like, again, if, if he gets the game and uh, the next Spider-Man movie, maybe. Yeah, that'd be fun. He's got an open invitation. Oh, he's too cool for he's too cool to hang out with me. You got to understand this. <laughs> dad. You got to be the cool dad. That's not going to happen. 
first of all, first of all, cool dad is an oxymoron because uh, <laughs> I, I sincerely believe if your kid thinks you're cool, then you need to look at what you've done as a parent. Your, your, your child is not your friend. It's not uh-huh. supposed to be. But nope. anyway, yeah. Here's to that. Uh, any other predictions for 2018? Uh, um, I, writer. It is, it is my sincere hope that there will be a day when Barryman and I can come together and agree on something good for Spider-Man. I, I think there's a lot we we agree on already. Like a, like well, what like, like something new, something new with Spider-Man. That's something that's coming out that we're like, hey, we're really excited about this. Superior, I, 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 I superior foes is the last time George got excited about something I, new. Spider-Man. I don't, I don't see anything on the horizon that's going to get me excited about anything going on. And I'm sorry, I just don't. We'll just, see the reunification of the of the Korean Peninsula before we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> All right, jolly jovial Jonas. Uh, He's back. Location He's Justice back. Watchtower. Hey everybody, since the panel is almost entirely different, I want to ask a variation of a question that was on an older podcast. What kind of stories do you think can only be told with Spider-Man that's not that can't necessarily be told with other characters? And inside of that, what kind of stories do you see told? Thanks and keep up the great work. Anybody? Ooh, that's a good question. I would say um, stories that focus equally on him out of the suit and inside the suit. Yep. I, I think the uh, the street level, um, good solid, not cliche crime boss stuff, is something that uh, that is is something that's inherently Spider Man about it. Yes, I know everybody's like, oh, but Daredevil, Daredevil. I, I understand that, but um, getting to the street level stuff, getting to the <laughs> uh, legitimate threats where Spider Man uses his brain, and not. Mm-hmm not in the contrived way we've seen over the last 10 years, but actually uses, you know, his, and not in the contrived way we saw, we see with the stupid ass cartoon that they have. Um, the whole back Spidey dude, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible cartoon. Anyway. Uh, but that, that's, that's, I mean, that's something that, uh, yeah, somebody's like, well, Reed Richards in, in Daredevil. I'm like, yeah, you see that, but it's, there's something inherently Spider-Man about Peter Parker rising above, every obstacle that's been thrown at him. Yep. And being resilient. Yep. I would like Spider-Man to beat ass in his own book and not have (laughs) Black Black Panther come in, you know, Ant-Man come in, uh, Human Torch come in. JR's JR's whole review this month was examples of what I don't want. I would like to, I think, I think we'd have to get back to like the idea of Spider-Man be supposed to be like, even though he's got a superhero, the idea of him being like an every person who has as normal problems that people face like outside the costume. Like, have we ever seen a story where Spider-Man has to do his taxes, for example? <laughs> yeah. <Don't> get- <laughs> <laughs> well, see, the thing is, the thing is though, they, yeah. keep telling it, they keep telling us. They keep telling yeah. us what they're giving us, but what they're really giving us is Spider-Man is a loser. Yeah. That's the thing. We're not yeah. seeing Spider. We're, we're not seeing Spider-Man right. the ordinary man. We're seeing Spider-Man the yeah. loser. Yes, I mean, right. an ordinary mm-hmm. man is not necessarily a loser. Yeah. An ordinary man just has to put up with the same indignities that the rest of us do. You mm-hmm. know exactly. I mean, the, yeah, that doesn't make sure. You know, because I mean, yeah, you go in front of somebody who's got 21 items in the 20 item line or something. I mean, it's not everything has to be breaking him down. I hate those assholes. Yeah. Yeah. I I I missed it. What what do you hate in the grocery store? What was it? The guy that has 25 items in the 20. uh, Oh, people with too much shit in like the only uh, a a few things line. Yeah. Those people can go straight to hell. 
Do you like self-checkouts, George? Yes. God, yes, do I love self-checkout. God, <laughs> yeah. The less human interaction, the better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's ten times faster because you see, you know, yeah. you used to back in the day, back when we were young. Um, mm-hmm. you used to see like these people that would be standing in line with like fifth, like three things in their hand, waiting on the the poor little family of three that's got you know two basket full mm-hmm. of food oh, right. for the next. It's, month. it's Michael Reed wants a story about Spider Man running from the IRS. There, you- <laughs> yeah, there you go. We and the IRS IRS creates a supervillain called the Tax Man, and the Tax Man <laughs> goes around. And- Chases after we, yeah. we already we already saw you know, uh, Spider Man. <laughs> we already you had saw, too many deductions, Spider Man. <laughs> Not no more. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna tax you. Yeah. All right. Anyway, that's funny. Okay. Uh, welcome back, Jolly Jovial Cheese Dick, uh, North Hollywood, California. Hi, friends. We had a thread going Hello. on this message board, and I have to know, who do each of you think is the single greatest writer of Spider-Man comics after Stan Lee and why? Roger Stern. <laughs> Roger Stern's a close one. I think J.M.D. Hittes is another one. Um, I mean, he could be... I mean, certain stories of his Jerry, are really good. Jerry Conway. Uh, Jerry Conway's another one. Yeah. DeFalco. Uh, yeah, DeFalco has to... I yeah. mean, Peter David. Peter David's David. another one. Yeah. I think that's the, there's your top five right there, yep. easily. Yeah, I I don't have it. Mm-hmm. I I've recently reread Amazing from one to whatever four thirty. What what was the last issue? Four thirty six. Four forty one. I know Jr. I know Jr. is itching to say J.M. Damatis. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is a good writer. He is he is, he is. a very good writer. Yeah. yeah. But that, that's where an editor needs to say, you know, wait, you know, I mean, stop taking the uh, hallucinogenic drugs or whatever. And, 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 honorable, and yeah. honorable mention, Bill Mantlo. Yes, oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Bill Mantlo. <laughs> you know, uh, at, at the Sometimes time, I think. Oh, sorry. At the time, no, I, was, I liked um, <laughs> sorry, David Michelinie a lot more than I did in the reread. I didn't uh, like Michelinie as much. Out of the all the ones that we've listed, he's he's yeah. he's, he's probably bad. number nine. Yeah. In all time. What were you saying, Jr.? No, I was just going to say I think sometimes your definition of who the best writer is almost depends on your mood. Sometimes what you're in the mood mm-hmm. for, really, right. you know. And, and to be honest, I've developed more of an appreciation lately for J. Michael Straczynski stuff. Although I had yeah. a lot of I had a lot of problems with it, and still mm-hmm. have a lot of problems with it. I mean, there were a lot of, but you know, he wanted to, he tried to write about an intelligent Spider-Man. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, so, you know, it's in the context of what we've seen for the last several years, you know, his his storytelling, at least, has kind of gone up a few notches, in my opinion. No one, well, no Straczynski, one wrote the marriage better than Straczynski. Straczynski, yeah. Straczynski is good. I mean, he's there are certain parts of Straczynski that are, he's good. He's really good at. Yeah, he understood. But there's uh, other parts of it. But there's certain other stuff that he gets into. Interactions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Six, six, six and stuff a half. aside. Yeah. From uh, Southern California, everyone, what things do y'all plan for in 2018 for the crawl space? Interviews, etc. Any plans to expand the content to the YouTube channel with other types of videos? Mm. Not to say that the podcast videos aren't great. Hey, everyone. Hope everyone is having a good 2018. <sighs> I would like to get my website stable. I was having uh, a great 2018 <laughs> until today. You're... <laughs> 
tech support people. Yeah, more yeah. more more novels that I write to tech support people. Uh, yeah. yeah, we just oh, okay. Gosh. The, the three the top three things we want for crawlspace is make sure that the site is is stabilized and working properly. Yeah. It's been a we we apologize for all the technical issues. I you know I think we've uh, um. Hopefully we're getting towards the end of that tunnel because I know it's frustrating for Brad. Yep. Uh, but um, you know, I just, we upgraded the message board. That looks nice. Tell them we, how yeah. much spam we were getting, Brad. Oh yeah, here I I'll, saw that. I'll, uh, I'll uh, pull it up. I can actually tell you real time what we've had this month. Uh, we're, we're talking like eleven thousand in a week. Yeah, but tell them what we were getting before then. Remember, wasn't it like in the couple hundred thousand? Mm-hmm. Something, something stupid like that. Yeah. We had so many dummy. I think we had like twenty five thousand dummy accounts. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was it, it was literally just getting beat down. So it 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 took the site down with spam attacks. Mm-hmm. I guess these are called brute brutal attacks or whatever. I forget what they're yeah, called. Yeah, or bot. Yeah, they're basically brute, bots. Brute, basically brute force bots. Yeah. yeah. So this the site was just getting hammered. This is this. It's very similar to how. Um, they did the iCloud for all the iCloud stuff that got leaked online, all that stuff. similar style of attack. I've yep. had I've had nearly ten thousand uh, spam attack the spam firewall this week. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's crazy. But at least you got one up and everything, so it's blocking blocking yeah. a lot of that. So there's still some bugs we gotta work out, but yeah. uh, the, just, making it stable <laughs> is my top goal. If yeah. if I have to move hosts, if I have to do something else, um, um, that's my goal. Ask us that question in six months and see where it is. That's true. Yeah. Tigon, 5679. Tigon, we don't know where he's gone. He's no, no location on his uh, uh, information. Hey, Happy New Year's, guys. JR, George, Zach, and Mike. What about Ashley? The Ultimate <laughs> Goblin was a huge misstep and disappointment since I prefer the classic version and the mask and the costume, even though I did like Ultimate Norman before he would Hulk out. How do you guys think the Goblin should have been introduced in Ultimate or if the books were ever rebooted? Rebooting the Ultimate Universe? What? I always thought the uh, Ultimate Goblin origin was too similar to the villain in the Swamp Thing film with a formula that enhances and magnifies the subjects. And yeah. the villain thinks it will make him a greater version of himself. Only be turned into a mindless monster. Keep up the great work. And any chance for a special Hulk-related shows from time to time? Maybe a top ten episode or something on classic issues from the comics. Why well, did you check out the most recent, uh, mm-hmm. most recent Fight Club Night fight? Yeah, um, I think the best way to do uh, Ultimate Goblin would just be not to do Ultimate Goblin or anything Ultimate. <laughs> I, I think that's probably the best. Let's go to the Goblin expert. You you hated Hulk Goblin, right? Yeah, I, I hated Hulk, Hulk Goblin. I think it's yep. uh, the idea of Norman turning into a literal monster is is off. It's not. It's not, Norman is a metaphorical monster. Norman yep. is the monster who he's walks among you. Physical monster. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he walks. He you know he's the guy. He's the monster who walks among you, and you don't recognize that he is one. Norman and, is the one who knocks. Mm. <laughs> okay. You don't like this guy? No. Yeah, well, just, you, we saw you, it, Zach. We saw it. Okay. So. Honestly, I honestly, I want to honestly, if you wanted to do it. Oh, sorry, Mike. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Or somebody. Oh, no, go ahead. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Okay, go ahead, Ashley. You. Oh, okay. I'll leave you then. The question wasn't addressed to me, but I'm going to yeah. take the stage anyway because I did read all of Ultimate. That was one of the first things I read getting into Spider Man. Oh my um, god! I think if they'd handled it similar to um, Spectacular Spider Man, that would have been really good because I love the relationship there between Peter and Norman and how we kind of had the favoritism and um, how Norman kind of treated Peter like 
the good son. And that was just the way Norman treated Harry in that show. Oh my God. That was a messed up dynamic. So yeah, I like what a Ashley just says. uh, Ashley just stole my answer, by the way, about how they could handle the ultimate thing. Um, just do everything. I mean, that was okay because it was you, exactly. But I mean, I mean, I, I, especially the fact that I mean, one of the things about I think in uh, Jericho and Greg this is like one, the, the, that the Green Goblin started off as a mystery villain. So if they, somehow they could have done that in Ultimate Spider-Man, like in the beginning, or Bendis could have done that to try to create like a new mystery out of it, then maybe like kind of imply that maybe this is this this version of the Green Goblin isn't Norman like you think it is. The and only maybe that would have kind of gone along. The only person that was able to believably pull off the the mystery of 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 the Green Goblin in an adaptation was was spectacular. Uh, oh yeah, exactly. They, they, they yeah. did it well enough to where they threw up threw enough red herrings at you and mm-hmm. um, made you think it wasn't maybe it wasn't Norman that it yep. really worked. Unlike, I, like, I like the comment mm-hmm. uh, on YouTube chat. Enigma says, damn it, JR, just write an Osborne miniseries already, all right? <laughs> I would read it. I would read yep. it. Hey, that made for a pretty awesome Netflix miniseries. <laughs> Osborne years, yeah. The Osbournes. The Osbournes. Spider Sensei 13 says, who or what? Does the gang think that the Red Goblin will be? Any chance that Mephisto is involved? If you guys are going to answer that one on a later Spider Show or something, I got another one. We actually already talked about that on the new show. Uh, how, what do you think a what-if story would play out where Harry Osborne got the spider bite? Oh, oh. That's, JR, that's pretty good. That's an interesting ha- Harry got the spider bite and his dad's a goblin. Father's yeah, son yeah. fight. Yeah, that's pretty good. Somebody could somebody could do something with that, you know. Or you know, Norman is sitting there ranting and raving about the Goblin and it's his own son. I mean, the Spider Man and it's his own son. Somebody could do something with that. That's a pretty good idea. I like that. Yeah. Anybody else on thoughts on that one? That'd be a good what if story. That is would be an interesting what if. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, a little bit Darth Vader, Duke Skywalker ish, but it's true. Yeah, I am your father. I am your son. Uh, Alistair 12. Uh, no, location 12. No, I had so many posts. Yes. Happy New Year to all. How you write a what if one shot exploring a world where Peter had a kid with Felicia Hardy. Ashley, how do you write a story where Peter has a kid oh my God. with the black cat? What? This is where we dive into Ashley's embarrassing history when she was in high school. Oh, let's see here. Right. Ashley, when you cover this, I, I also want to—I also want you to cover the fact that in this sort of universe, uh, Peter would probably have chlamydia or herpes. Oh, <laughs> oh. Like he doesn't already. Oh, (laughs) Ashley! Ashley, I love how she. Pretty sure Peter has had more girlfriends than Felicia's had canon boyfriends. Oh, dang! He obviously needed to borrow some some uh, Zach Spidey condoms in. We're fighting Felicia got married and I yep. hate it. And it's the most spiteful thing ever written. Cause it ends with Felicia freaking dying. That's how every, uh, that's how everyone issue you in. Yeah. But anyways, no, <laughs> yeah, no everyone, everyone so I think I've mentioned it before that I have had a long and sporadic affair with fan fiction. And I wrote my own fan fiction quite extensively. Uh, when I was, Does in Jack know? 
Oh yeah, Jack would help me write some stuff. So we actually had this one going on that was um in the um I f- I forget what the universe is, but with Spider Girl and everything, it's where Felicia actually does have a daughter, Felicity. Right. And we were like, oh, what if um, like he came up as like, what if she, like Felicia had to tell Peter that? And they're like, oh, Felicity has actually your daughter. And oh my god, mm. it it was mm. no. I'm I'm not gonna say anymore because I'm just gonna like crawl into a ball and die. I love that Hornacek <laughs> says that Ashley's New Year's resolution is to lay a smackdown on George in every podcast. In <laughs> Ashley's in Ashley's head cannon, she has laser eyes and sets me on fire until I burn to death. And then at dawn, I'm reincarnated like a phoenix, and then she does it again. <laughs> George oh. Berryman. George Berryman is Bill Murray in Groundhog Day when it comes to Ashley. <laughs> Yep. He, keeps, he keeps having it over and over the same inch. Yep. And then every day, like I'm yep. going out of my way. He just keeps setting it up for me. And then every day, finds a new way to kill. I'm me. just an opportunist. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's pretty good. All right, but let's yeah, see. So to answer the question, we just took that universe and combined them. So good. No. Uh, let's see. Enigma 2099 location classified. To the crawl spacers, anyone know where I can put a question to be asked on the podcast briefly? Uh, mm-hmm. On a scale of one to beep, how pissed were you really about Michelle Jones? Beep. Oh. Who? Yeah. It's- Michelle Jones in the end of Homecoming. MJ. 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 Yeah. Zendaya. That's oh, yeah. pretty that dark. Was a well, by that by the time we got to that point, I was already so done with that movie. <laughs> I mean, I, I was just—I was just ready to get the hell out of the theater. I mean, so it—I it, knew it, it was coming too. I knew that was they were going to pull something like that with the whole way they were trying to talk up um, Zendaya's character. That whole thing, I was expecting do it, it to, or yeah. don't do it. Is my theory. Don't half-ass yeah, call her exactly. Michelle. Call I her Mary Jane, or mm-hmm. don't, or be gone with it. You know, don't do I it. I care less what they yep. do with the character. Um, whether they want to call her MJ or Michelle, I'm like, you know what? If she just wants to stay in her little corner and be her cynical self, fine, fine. But if they're actually trying to set up a relationship or a romance between um, Tom Holland, Peter, and um, the in this, this MJ, I'm like, that is not going to work. There is zero chemistry between those characters. She is yep. absolutely not Peter's type at all with the whole cynical like I, she I flipped like her them off at a party, but there's just mm-hmm. nothing. She doesn't do that to, to By the, tie these characters together. It's funny. Enigma is actually in the YouTube yeah. chat. Who just asked this question? He said the scale is from one to go to hell. Brad. Okay, oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, Enigma. I didn't catch that. That was funny. Okay, the next one is from the Proto Goblin, who was allegedly going to be in the Amazing Spider-Man One movie, but he was not. Happy New Year's to the Mighty Crawl Space panel. Before I get to my question, I just want to nope. say I'm looking forward to a New Year's worth of Friday Night Fights, the podcast where George and company remind us at every episode that Spider-Man is supposed to beat ass, not suck it. Yes. Now, my question for you guys today is simply put: Which characters do you believe should know Spider-Man is Peter Parker, and why? Uh, um, I can name three right now. Uh, Mary Jane. Well, no, Mary Jane already knows. Um, Aunt May, Norman Osborn, and let's see, the third one, Fantastic um, Four. I think the Torch. Fantastic Four. Well, they already know. The Torch already knows. I would. Um, you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb and say Daredevil before Human Torch, and that Daredevil, Daredevil, Daredevil uh, yeah. works better than Human Torch knowing. Unless you want to mm-hmm. say the whole Fantastic Four knows, in which case that also works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. 
Flash Thompson should know at some point yes. by now. I don't think so. Yeah. Yes. Well, I don't I mean, because that was no. their whole arc together. And like, the Venom symbiote should know too because it's bonded Fe- with Peter. But yes, Venom should know. Felicia should know. So by default, everyone yeah. in the Venom Inc. arc should know. <laughs> you know everyone in the Venom Inc. arc should know. Everyone who got the yes. Venom spit on them Fel- should know. Felicia should yes. know. I think Ashley shouldn't she know she dated him? That was their whole arc together. That was literally yes. like the entire flame of their relationship. You know, Peter Parker or Spider Man, and yep. like, but, but no, brand new day. And, like, and oh, proper and proper canon, Felicia should know and just not give a shit. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. because she was never turned on by Peter Parker. No, mm-hmm. Enigma says Wolverine because he can smell him. Well, she was. She Which regretted one? it later. Which yeah. Wolverine though? Because there's now like what three, four of them now. Because you got yeah. Old Man oh, Logan, you got you Wolverine. got you know X twenty three, and then you got Wolverine. The original one has been brought back, and now you got Spider. I think Dakin or something. Spider Yoda. Who should know? Oh, I, I can't offer anything. Uh, that you have, you guys really haven't already, to be honest. Robbie, Robbie knows. I, I, I'm still. Well, yeah. Oh yeah, I believe Robbie knows. I, I don't I, think. I, I don't I, think I, Jonah should know. I have a problem with Jonah and Flash yep. knowing. Yeah. Uh, one because Jonah, uh, the, the well with J- Jonah, it's very very complicated as, uh, with all the things he's done and said about Spider Man over the years. But mm-hmm. uh, to me, Jonah and Flash can't make that connection. You know, mm. other people can make that connection, but to me, Jonah and Flash each have their own idea of who Spider-Man is, and mm-hmm. Peter does not fit that. So, to yeah. me, you would have other people figure it out before them. That's the yeah. thing. And, yeah. and frankly, yeah. I expect this Jonah-knowing thing to be retconned eventually. I mm. mean, I I think it's going to be retconned when we, we wipe the world that Peter was a billionaire. <laughs> Yeah, or it was Bill Gates. It's such poor storytelling that we have mm-hmm. to get to that yep. point. We have to we have to do that kind of stupid bullshit mm-hmm. to fix the stupid bullshit that some other person put down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. See, I, I, thought, I blame Slot and I blame Low. I thought Secret yeah. Wars, the second Secret Wars, was going to fix. I mean, that was the impression I had. That was, oh yeah, they could have fixed a lot of stuff. Yeah, that, that, that it was going to that it was going to fix so much, a lot of yeah. things. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, we've got uh, B Taylor. Yep. Uh, zero two zero seven. B Taylor from the Andy Griffith Show. <laughs> this kid is probably too young to know the Andy Griffith Show, but anyway. Uh, no, actually, it looks like he's stopped reading Spider-Man several times. The uh, during my time as a Spider-Man fan, I've stopped reading three times: The Clone Saga, Brand New Day, and now. However, I'm currently reading a number of back issues on Spider-Man or Marvel Unlimited. I've noticed that the era directly post-Clone Saga with Peter has the largest gaps in issue availability. I particularly remember issues being hard to find during that time period. Does anyone on the panel understand why? Was it due to Marvel's bankruptcy? Or is Marvel trying to lay low after the Clone Saga? Zach, that has you all over. That's a uh, 90s question. That's very much a 90s question. Um, there was so basically, a- and another way of, of, of asking the question, spider Dude, he's saying, why is the, the period after Peter... Uh, came back and, and, and we realized that the clone was just a clone. Why is that more popular and hard to find? <laughs> you I thought it was it before the clone saga. Uh, Zach okay. needs to hire Ashley for bodyguard protection. <laughs> oh. So, well, okay. Here's the thing. The, the print run um, I think was essentially, uh, to my knowledge, and I'll, I'd have to verify with some sources i think the print run was still the same i think that um you had a lot of people that came back during that era 
because uh, because of the clone saga being so divisive and i think that there's not as many people that have uh that uh, the back issues are readily available um so i am going to be in somewhat of agreement with george uh in that regard however um i wish uh, now the Todd, <laughs> the sensational spider-man run with Dizago and mike ringo got published um so pretty much the entire uh run from issues seven all the way through issue 31 so that's a good chunk of that era uh basically the only things that have not been published are the amazing you can get amazing spider-man via marvel unlimited but the spectacular uh, a lot of spectacular has not been put on put up on unlimited it's slowly been put up uh, this past uh, november they put up at least 30 issues uh, they got a, a that, long that, way to go They've yeah i agree ten percent spec would be my next read through uh, i i'm not uh, there's a lot of gaps I haven't read. Uh, I, I have all those issues. I enjoy them greatly. Um, I, I don't know if it was due to bankruptcy. They may have slowed down the front run. There was a lot of behind the scenes stuff that yeah. I just I don't not as knowledgeable on it because we don't have like a Life of Riley type mm-hmm. thing. There was a plan for a Life of Riley sequel to mm. detail all the way up through the reboot. Um, mm. But that never materialized. The life of Riley, uh, that whole series of uh, of introspective looks, um, is easily ten times more interesting than anything in the Clone Saga. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, I, a, I, it's a fascinating, fascinating read. If you, I, I think, it, I think it could be. I mean, I don't know anything about the print runs or whatever, but I, I think it could be because sales kept falling. I mean, yeah. uh, because that was, I mean, that was one reason they did that idiotic reboot, but that was the, the reason the sequel to the, the life of Riley was going to be the death of Spider-Man. That's what they were going to call it because right. the sales kept dropping. So my, my guess is maybe the print runs were declining because the sales were dropping. Uh, yeah. you know, it's like, it's like when I was trying to find like dark Avengers number two, once I missed it and this, I can't find it anywhere. And, uh, some store helped me find it. it was like, well, because the print runs always go down on number two and that's why they're harder to find, you know, mm-hmm. everybody can find it. Number one, because the print runs were so high, but it, that's right. that maybe yeah. material. All right, let's do question from Frontier to the gang. What are your thoughts on the idea that Peter should have a career that is more based around his passion of science, like Horizon Labs, rather than something like The Bugle, which has no relevance to him beyond beyond a source of income and possible leads for Spider Man? Well, I like. Uh, I'll go ahead. No, you no, you go ahead. You go ahead. Uh, um. I wasn't here for the episode where y'all covered it, but um, what they're doing recently with him being like a science writer, I think that's actually a really good fit because it's not as mm-hmm. he's actually, you know, doing it on his own merit and not writing on, you know, one of his arch nemesis's works and um, passion projects. Um, and it's kind of capitalizing on his ability to not only, you know, be really familiar with science, but to communicate it to more general audience. So I thought that was a really smart move. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, Best the one thing I don't think the one thing I don't think he should be is, I mean, the one problem I do have with the his new with his new job of the bugle being a science writer, a science a science um, the science editor. editor, science editor, yeah, yeah, science editor. He should not be in a management position. I mean, have we learned nothing from the whole Parker <laughs> industry thing? I mean, I mean, just everything about that the whole that whole entire thing was basically trying to show you why he is such an ineffectual person to be put in charge of anything. This is a guy who is supposed to, he can, he can barely kind of, you know, he's tried, the whole idea is he's supposed to try to balance his life. Like being Spider-Man makes his life even more, you know, hectic and everything. So trying to put him in a managerial position kind of makes well, things. I think that they know, did yeah. that or slide did that due to conflict. 
I mean, that gives some oh, conflict. Sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That, yeah. That, that creates conflict, but that's not something you yeah. can sustain. That's not sustainable and everything. I right. think the reason they keep going and, back to um, the Daily Bugle or, well, I, the thing is, if you want Peter to have a job, it's not so much the job he has, but the people that surround him. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. the, the, re- the reason they keep going back to the Bugle, I mean, again, the, now it's so scattershot anymore. Who's in charge of what? But you had Jonah and Robbie and Betty and, you know, you had this group Tell of characters her. that he had a dynamic with. Every time they give him a job in science, they give him a bunch of dullards to hang out with. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, like that United Nations yep. cast they had when they rebooted the the, the first time around. You know, with the where they where, 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 I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, it was just it was it, it's like you know it's one of those. It's, I don't want to get on a diversity argument or whatever, but when you have one of each, and then it's like, oh, mm-hmm. then you make African America character a uh, 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 handicapped i mean it's almost like oops i've only got one more character to play with i better get two affected classes and that's the kind mm-hmm. of thing that we get when they try to oh, create a new supporting cast you right had three. you had three jr don't forget she was black female and handicapped okay so but anyway it's yeah i mean it's like <sighs> they, they've, they've they've not given him to give him another job they've got to give him characters that he can have a decent inter- relationship interaction with and they haven't quite struck that yet yeah. Aziz from Holland. Of all the tales, all the takes on Peter Parker out of comics, I realize that the best 80s cartoons and the worst Ultimate Spider-Man are in animated shows. The second worst take is Homecoming. This guy gets cocky after losing twice to Birdman. His involvement caused all property damage. He steals Flash's car and phone, steals chemicals from school to make his webs. I don't get the love for this piece of shit. And the movie is not better than the de- than decent as far as story quality goes. I like that and it's not that he doesn't even ask a question. He just no drops, he just yeah. drops truth. He just he just he just he just, he just, just ramble. He just kind of just he just yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he just kind of comes in and just. <laughs> He just did a drive-by message board question. <laughs> <laughs> Drove up, got out of the car, pulled out his sawed-off shotgun, got back in a car. I'm out of here. All, all, Aziz's, all Aziz's shootings be drive-bys. <laughs> By all. the way, you, you bleeped up his his uh, location. It says, Andrew Peter Greater Than Holland. Oh. Oh, I didn't see that. I thought he was from Holland. Sorry, no. Aziz. Got so it. Andrew okay. Garfield's Aziz better. just yeah, wanted it. Aziz just wanted to rant. All right. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. I have one injection real quick though. Go ahead. Talking about all the property damage. That's more I think that is less a um demonstrating some kind of flaw on Holland Peter's part. It's more part of the recent trend to try and have more realistic portrayals of superheroes and having like, yeah, if we're having these great big fights between these superpowered individuals, there's going to be a lot of property damage. And, and but, then you, but, then you go to Zack, Zack Snyder and it becomes a disaster porn. But yeah, JR, right. how long would it take to, how much would it cost to do an Uber? <laughs> <laughs> JR, don't be scared to flip him off. <laughs> That's <laughs> Run with it. I do it all the time, and it, it, it makes you feel so much better. Yeah, but the thing is, the thing is, though, you to flip someone off, you have to be genuinely angry and not so much feeling pity. That's the thing. So, <laughs> me, I'm generally angry. <laughs> are, 
He's more apathetic. Oh my gosh. All right. Last question. What and no, and YouTubers, before we wrap it up, I want you to guys, if you want to throw some questions no, our way, dude, start thinking of some questions. There's two questions, Douglas. There's another page. Where? Hit page oh, two. Oh, there's page two. I'm so sorry. Uh last two. <laughs> Back to my previous point. I get more <laughs> 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 Oh Lord! I thought we, I, I when I last look at this, we had one page. Uh, Mask guy from Fresno, California. I'd like to personally thank Brad for approving my overlooked gyms idea. It's been a real blast writing articles for you guys. I appreciate you doing it too, Mask guy. Thank you. A lot of fun. Uh, uh, oh, well, you nailed no, spectacular two fifty. By the way, that was that was a great issue. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, question to everyone: With news that Dan Slott's overly long run will be wrapping up soon, where would you say he ranks among Spider-Man artists? Would you place him? <laughs> Would you place him among the, answer, don't we, folks? the all-time worst, like Denny O'Neill and Terry Cavanaugh and Howard Mackey? I don't think Howard Mackey's one of the all-time worst. <laughs> well, well, Howard, Howard, uh, Howard Mackey kind of gets a little unfairly dumped on. I, think. I agree. He, some he just ran out of steam. But go ahead. They kept, Ma- yeah, they kept Mackey in place too long. That's 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 why Mackey. Lots problem. Um, yeah. but here's the thing. I'm not going to say Denny O'Neill's a bad writer. He's he wasn't. Here's the thing: you can, a, you can be a good writer and just not be a good fit for a character. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Denny O'Neill, Denny O'Neill's a great writer. Denny O'Neill did yeah. insane, amazing things with Batman. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Absolutely had no business writing Spider-Man. Um, Dan Slott's the same way. Dan mm-hmm. Slott apparently wrote a pretty good Silver Surfer. I wouldn't know because I didn't read the damn thing. Uh, but everybody talks about how great it was. Can't write Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I. But here's the thing: I mean. At the end of the day, I'm not going to say that Dan Slott, like when it comes to Spider-Man writers, is worse than Denny O'Neill. Denny O'Neill's, I think Denny O'Neill's probably forgotten more about writing than Dan Slott will ever know. Mm. So, and to be honest, we don't even know if Denny O'Neill really wrote those because there's <laughs> there's been stories about him farming that work out. I mean, he he did not like Spider-Man. He admitted that was not his character. And he was, I think he was basically mm-hmm. given that job because someone was giving him a job at right. a particular time in his life. So I don't know, weigh it with that, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Terry yeah. Cavanaugh. The I mean, yeah, when, when you go, yeah, oh, Terry Cavanaugh, Terry Cavanaugh. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, well, well, hey, hey, hang on. We say that, but who understands Peter better on a fundamental level, Cavanaugh or Slot? Ooh. Seriously, ask yourself that. Know. Ask yourself that. So, George, would you rank Slot your least favorite Spider-Man writer? How oh, would you? Rank? No, well, no, he's he's a fraction above Quesada. <laughs> oh, that's right. They did write a couple issues. Quesada being the the the, <laughs> thanks, the, thanks, thanks the basement on Spider-Man writers, and Slot being the guy that okay that Quesada, Slot, and then Kavanaugh for you. Um. Probably, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I and I'll be. I, I'm not that big of a fan of Michelini. I'm not. I'm not either. I'm, I'm not. not either. And he definitely his did it, not know what the hell to do with Mary Jane. His mm-hmm. his era was all those. Maybe it wasn't so much his fault, but I mean, his era was all those bloated six parters. You know, assassination plot, round robin, all that kind of stuff. And of and course, we, the coup de gras being maximum carnage too. And wasn't we, that we, his thing too. We uh, uh we you know what was the 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 jury that kind of crap you know always uh-huh. that kind of stuff we, we cut poor zach off twice oh sorry oh. <laughs> well you know I, I just was waiting for everybody to get done before i could jump in uh look kavanoff 
Kavanaugh got the character. Um, the problem was Kavanaugh's plots were terrible. I mean, who is facade? No one cares. <laughs> yeah. Um, the sandstorm uh, storyline that nobody remembered but me mm-hmm. last month. Um, I that. You know, so yes, Kavanaugh, I felt like got the character, but um, more, I think he gets him on par with slot, if not a little more than slot. Well, the Michelin thing is, also gave ca- us the femme fatales is one second yeah. art attack. Well, the other thing is, Kavanaugh also ruined. He's he's also he he not with the because it was this guy with the clone saga. He so he also was the guy the architect behind uh, Teen Tony. And, uh, oh gosh, that yeah, was awful. Thought was the architect of, of Parker Industries. That's true. That's right. All right, last question from somebody. Help me say his name. Wow, Symbio bro. Symbio bro. There we go. Symbio-bro. From Canada's west coast. I'm not oh, even looking at the screen. I, I don't know. Uh, with all the rumors of Dan Slott leaving the book soon and everybody thinking up their dream replacements, I thought I'd take it in a different direction just for fun. What is each of your personal nightmare creative team to replace Dan Slott on the book? And no, Dan Slott staying on is cheating. Example, America's writer Gabby Rivera with Squirrel Girls artist Erica Henderson is his. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would, be a, that would be oh. a... Interesting I, I, don't, I don't read books that I hate, so I don't know the the creative teams. Um, anyone, anyone who's gonna who's gonna put their own political agenda ahead of the story, and this true. is why I think Spencer is is, is 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 Spencer. If Nick Spencer is the one that replaces Slot, that's going to be a landmine. Because here's the mm. thing: that dude is unhinged, and and he will not be able to keep his political bullshit out of Spider Man. Well, I think I think, I, I think w- that the, the the Spencer that wrote Superior Foes is dead. Mm. <laughs> And he was replaced with a clone that is woke as hell. Yeah, well, I think I think the thing that Spencer might have been a shoe in, if not for Secret Empire, because that thing got blasted all over the place, even by people, you know. Um, so I think that really hurt his credibility there with after that crossover thing and how it just, I mean, especially, I mean, because that heads, I think, rolled after that thing, you know, was finished. I think that's a good and that and that was the thing that he would that because that was his thing, and that was also I think it probably attributed to Axel Alonso, you know, leaving Marvel too, essentially. So Spencer being so on that essence, we should think Spencer. New, yeah, pretty probably probably so in some respects. Yeah, so I'm not sure if Spencer might have been a good possibility for a new Spy- Amazing Spider-Man after Secret Empire. I just don't know. I don't know if they can. I don't know if the folks at Marvel are radioactive. He is radioactive. Yeah, right now. he just is. Well, that's appropriate mm-hmm. since he's got radioactive blood. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Make, a, make yeah. Ashley answer. She hasn't a- talked. Ashley, you got any people that suck? That, been, <laughs> that the one- I would say the writer of um, I don't know what their name was or if they're still on it, but the writer of Thor during the Lady Thor introduction. Oh, oh I like Jason I Aaron. You don't like Jason Aaron? Nah, he'd be terrible too. Some of the stuff I saw, like from some of the excerpts I saw, I'm like, this is. Oh, I, 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 I love Jason Aaron. Isn't that the guy you only like because he's from Missouri? Uh, yes, and I, I've interviewed him. I've, I've met him in person. He's a just because they're from Missouri doesn't make him a good writer. All right, here comes JR's Missouri joke. Come on, JR. Hit me up. Show me. Show me an insult. Yeah. 
It's, I, nah, I just I'll let your your dead politicians and your anti science politicians and your your uh, you know your professors looking for safe spaces. I'll let them speak for themselves. Your crazy right. ass universities. Real, yeah. real, hey, real quick. Oh, oh, oh. YouTube, real quick questions that you'd like the panel to answer in real time for the next couple minutes. Okay. Hold on a second. Uh, Quit paging Mel Carnahan. Stop. <laughs> Jason Aaron did do the Spider-Man Wolverine miniseries. Yeah, that was a good book. Yeah, I like that. That was all right. Yeah. Jason Aaron did a good Star Wars run. Well, I'm questions, something that I've kind of realized, you know, all these questions about like, oh, this writer and this writer. And I'm like, I'm not really familiar with a lot of writers. And you know why that is? I've been on it during my entire like career as a Spider-Man fan. You've yeah. had three years yeah, to, go no back kidding. Into it, to go back and look at stuff. You had one job. I'm not going to remember. <laughs> I'm not going to remember names like Digging Back. That's like uh, homework. I, I but think... if there were like new writers coming on, and I was, like as I was currently reading, I would remember them more vividly. Um, so I think we know what we're getting, Ashley, for, for her uh, wedding gift. It's a list. <laughs> I can't even believe that you haven't read the Bill Mantlo and uh, like period with like Doctor Octopus and Black oh. Cat. I, I, I mean, can't believe you've read all their stuff. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just not going to be able to keep track of the writers and specific names as well because I don't know something about going back instead of like having it actively. I don't know. Maybe it's just the way my brain works. But Dark Raven had a good Dark. point. The uh, yeah. thoughts on the mm-hmm. slaughter of so many books at once, like She Hulk. Uh, what else? Can yeah, you got with George on that. Um, there was oh, you had like I think America's being canceled. You had um, I didn't even know that was a thing until I read about it being canceled. I I, I didn't even know that it was like I had never even heard of the character or realized that there was a like a yeah a, a diverse Captain America replacement. I'm like, never yeah, heard of it. but yeah, there's a but there's a. Well, there's a bunch of those guys. America, Luke Cage was is gone. Luke I think uh, Gwen oh, was finally gone. Um, yeah, but unfortunately, think, we're still getting uh, the Marvel Legend. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if there was rumors about Spider Gwen possibly going after. Um, yeah. uh, Robin yeah, there was, was going, rumors, but there was a, there was a whole list of a bunch of them that Gwen were Pool, Gwenum. Give me Gwen a break. Yeah, Enough with the but Gwen there was a whole. Yeah, but there was a whole bunch of them that were just basically getting the axe. And I think part of it is the reason – and all you have to do is just look at the sales estimates that come out every month. And you can just basically see which titles are – going because anything that goes below like 20000 in the estimates, that's usually a sign that they're going to get the chopping block pretty soon. Yep. And so if you, for anyone who was complaining about these comics getting axed, are getting axed because what's, what's, no one was buying them. No one what's was sad, them. The, ben, the Ben Riley book is is near that Zach, and I, th- yeah. I think the Ben Riley book is okay. I just lost ben my. Riley is one of those books that um, yeah. had a really crappy premise and had, has had a crappy six issues until issue seven. Well, it's, a clo- it's a clone thing. It started with a crappy premise. Well, <laughs> well, it's the quote uh, Thomas well, Aquinas. Yeah. You know, the error in the beginning is the error indeed, and that's yeah. exactly what happened with the thing. I, what do you uh, think, Zach? I mean, I'd, I'd like that book to continue, but with those numbers, I don't think it will. It, it, I, I was surprised it's gotten to issue 12, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, the way it started was so horrendously bad. That right out of even before the first issue was published, how horrendously bad it was because nobody liked the costume. Everybody yeah. threw a temper tantrum, like, "What the fuck is this?" Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, and it's in a kind of big, giant, tongue-in-cheek way, issue three was able to rectify that. But 
uh, that's a title that um, I'm happy that it's on on the stands because I'm a Ben Riley fan. But same time, there's still characterization is still off throughout part of the book. Yeah. And um, they brought the slingers back. Wasn't Bagley doing the art on that? Yeah, he, yeah, he, did, he, he, did, he finally family. remember that that one doctor lady was supposed to be frumpy. The uh, Will, Will Sliney <laughs> no. from Twenty Nine Nines on the book now, which uh, yeah. he does a solid job. Yeah, he does a I solid think. job. Now, they've had some fill-in artists though that are not as that is not as good. Just yeah. to give folks an idea of some of the titles that have other titles that have been canceled, you got Generation X, Guardians of the Galaxy, Hawkeye, Iceman, Jean Grey. Um, Royals, which was an Inhumans title, Secret Warriors, which was an Inhumans title. Um, I think the U.S. Avengers and Uncanny Avengers are being consolidated into Avengers because they're doing that like weekly that Avengers so thing. Sucks that they're they're making Avengers weekly to incorporate mm. those failed Avengers teams, yeah, which is U.S. Are, yeah. Avengers and uh, Uncanny Avengers, and and right, that sucks. You, yeah, you know, and they're so, doing like what is it, sixteen part thing that's going to be like every issue is like what leading up to five bucks? <laughs> oh no, hell no, hell no! And, and if yeah. you buy that, that's you. That's on you. You're yeah. part of the problem mm-hmm. if you're buying that. Mm-hmm. I'm you, part you of the know, problem. Yeah, exactly. This almost opens up maybe because we're too close to the end or whatever to yeah. open open something up maybe larger. But I remember you guys were talking about like falling down below the twenty thousand threshold or the fifteen thousand dollar threshold, and and I think most of you guys were around. I mean, it really hasn't been that many years since we've been able to follow sales monthly sales but mm-hmm. you know and i'm thinking I mean, i'm and i'm specifically asking george because i know we were at hero realm together and yeah. uh you know we were starting to look at stuff uh at that time i think when we were start studying that stuff but wasn't the threshold like thirty five thousand? yeah you know, that's was, that, uh, yeah because uh, amazing spider-man under mackie when things got really shit bad uh yeah. was down to like 37 35 yeah. I mean, at its like lowest point, and that's why people were like, "Dude, dude, tap the brakes on this shit." Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, when you would look at like the top three hundred, I mean, you would still—I mean, they would there would still be you know sales in the thousands, even the. But now, I mean, you know, when you talk about twenty thousand being your threshold, I mean, that's 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 almost fifty percent, mm-hmm. and that's not been that long ago. We're talking within like the last fifteen or so years. Mm-hmm. I mean. I mean, again, maybe it's something for a better other broadcast, but there's a real serious problem here. I, I tell you right now, the the, the way the the sales have been have dwindled, I think it's a direct result of two things: um, the fact that brick and most brick and mortar stores have been closing, mm-hmm. the fact the rise of Comicsology and eventually it's purchased by Amazon, um, I think has totally changed the ball game. Uh, digital is now a, a real market, so the the print market is now. Of course, we've I mean, George has said it. I, I think ten thousand times seems like, but print's dying. Everybody knows it's dying. There, that and there's too many there's too many goddamn titles. Yeah, well, and, I, and, and the price. Yeah, Four and, and yeah, well, cost five bucks and not enough Four, or five bucks a book. Too much. Here's the here's the other thing too, though. I mean, I'm of the I'm of the opinion that I mean the the format does not really matter as long as the content is good. And with just terms of the content we've been getting as of late has not been up to up to the standards that it should be. Yep. I mean, I mean, even if it was digital, even if you got it is switched to an all digital format, if the content's no good, no one is no one. I mean, after a while, sooner or later, no one's going to purchase this. Kalish so, uh, Warlord had a couple questions. I like. Would you anybody buy an ant- agent? Anti Venom series with Flash and Mania. You would buy it. Well, here's you the buy, thing. You'll buy any fucking thing. <laughs> that's symbiote bro by the way it's well 
well, yeah, and also it was also a question addressed to me too, or something like that. I mean, honestly, I can kind of see Venom Inc. as kind of being a segue to an anti-Venom series because yeah. it's totally they're totally setting up for not, that. They're not telling uh, but, stories; they're telling they're telling advertisements for other. And, and look, I know they are the books that will eventually get canceled. Yeah, they're canceled. Trying to do it, exactly. Another number one, and then trying to keep it going for maybe another mm. six months. Right, so they can put it into yeah. a great. This is garbage. Be- trim yeah, because at this out. rate, if they trim it, yeah, at this the rate, if they did. Go ahead, I was going to say, even no, I'm sorry. I keep, uh, I guess, see, this is what happens. You know, I mean, if you don't do it late and I start falling asleep at two, then I just keep talking. Uh, but <laughs> even, even with the rise of digital, I mean, these t- books would still be published if they had like really strong digital sales. I mean, how many times have you seen, well, maybe the monthlies aren't too good, but I think Ms. Marvel was an example, but it was killing it in the early trades. Yeah. So, I mean, if some of these things were really killing it digitally, just maybe soft, mm-hmm. you know, they wouldn't be canceling them altogether. They'd be saying, you know, maybe yeah. going digital only or something. So, uh, yeah, it's just digital has changed the delivery method, but it's not – these things are still – these things still suck. There's no saving them. Right. <laughs> right. Now, I, I, the, and we go back to Spider-Girl for a minute. The, uh, the digital di- – or not the digital. The, the, they were, it was the first digital title. Yeah, uh, that Marvel Marvel offered, but it also was kept afloat due to the digests being mm-hmm. incredibly good sellers um, yeah. because they were cheap. They were seven, eight bucks, mm-hmm. and you got mm-hmm. seven or eight issues in those would, books. Would you rather be paying five dollars for or four dollars for an uh, issue of Spider Man, or or seven dollars for an issue of Spider Girl Digest? Uh, a Spider Girl mm-hmm. Digest all day long. That's not oh. that's a no brainer for me. My God, <laughs> the fact yeah. is. Is issues seventy two through hundred have never been published. There has been rumors that Spider Girl is going to get the epic book. What, what issues haven't been reprinted? Uh, seventy two through one hundred of the first volume. Huh. Never were the, they got to issue seventy two in the digest and they stopped printing them. It's been a bone of contention for me and uh, the guys over at Spidey Dude for a long time that they never finished those digests. I'm hoping with the epic book collection that they're uh, that's been teased on Amazon for uh, this August being released, that they will uh, get to that point. They, they covered all the Clone Saga. Uh, if they can get, um, you know, uh, they got the Clone Saga omnibuses now. Um, if they can get all the Clone Saga published, they can certainly get all of Spider-Girls run published. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I think that's a wrap. Any final thoughts? Let's go around the horn. Mike, final thoughts. Well, uh, once again, great to be on, and great yeah. and uh, great for all of our YouTuber folks of watching and putting up with us and their shenanigans, and yep. and also the epic beatdowns that we've <laughs> had. We've had some know. too, haven't we? <laughs> we had some, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, all right, uh, Zach. Final thoughts, man. Uh, I'm hoping 2018 will be better than 2017 because, good lord, was it a slog. <laughs> George, final thoughts. Oh, you yeah. have had a rough couple hours, sir, with symbiotes and, More and the kids and Ashley's. Well, this uh, been- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This this whole venom thing. It, it's like I said. Like I said in the review show, it's trash. It's hot garbage, and it. Mm-hmm. It, it honestly, Marvel should be embarrassed for putting it out. They should. They should feel mm-hmm. bad for putting it out. I mean, it is hack work. It is some of the, even for as bad as Amazing Spider-Man has been, and let's face it, folks, it's been shitty. Mm -hmm. Even as bad as Amazing Spider-Man has been, this explores the space on awful. (laughs) And the bad thing is, is that Ryan Stegman is an incredible talent. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Ryan Stegman is wonderful and he is a just a, an insane artist. And 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 to, to couple that man's that man's genius, that man's talent with this stupid ass, pathetic, lame story. Mm-hmm. That that that's sinful. That's sinful in my eyes. Yeah. This is garbage. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, does does anyone think that th- anything is going to get better between now and and yeah, the yeah. end and, and the end of the ooh, what's the red goblin bullshit? Mm. Does anyone have high yeah. hopes for that? Jr., you're the biggest goblin fan here. Are you looking forward to that? Dreading it. Yeah. Dreading it. <laughs> oh, so I, that's how we're I, starting I, off 2018, Spider fans. Yeah. <laughs> Ashley, uh, final thoughts. Um, when Marvel is making their garbage my kind of garbage, that's not a good thing. I've been rating these <laughs> well. That is not taken as a sign of encouragement. I regularly indulge in the bottom layer of the dumpster. So <laughs> don't keep it up. I'm enjoying it. But, uh, you know, <laughs> have some standards. You, you can stop now, basically, what you're trying to yeah, do. You can stop. I, I think that we'll look back on 2018 as a year of transition. Yeah, you, hopefully. You know, it, it just hopefully. occurred to me, JR, what if the Red Goblin isn't Norman? Uh, let's let's just talk about it later. I mean, we've... Okay. We've exhausted <laughs> that topic to death. Yeah. We've exhausted the line. We will experience the pain when we get there. Final, get there final, final thoughts out of JR. What's your thoughts, sir? I, I was just going to ask a question. Is 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 edit, are the editors not editing because they don't want to, or they're told not to? I mean, that's kind of what I'm wondering. Oh. You were talking well, about editor and Nick. Well, editor Nick Lowe in this case is kind of an oxymoron. I've, I've come to realize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Evan Barry on YouTube says Red Goblin is Lily is not Lily Hollister. All right, thank you, everybody. 